Right, time off seldom comes, and vacations come even less. Vacations are a nice way to recoup and recharge your batteries. But have you ever needed some time off to sort your life out after some time off? This is Vacation to the Vacation. That, that's the worst part about going on a vacation is when you get back, like you, you leave your pack bags by the front door for, I don't know, a week or two, just staring at them, wishing you were still on vacation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also go on vacation, especially if you're going on vacations with kids and young kids and whatever else. Uh, so oftentimes those vacations turn into work because uh, you got to get them up in the morning, you feed them. Then, okay, you go do some activities. Oh, then they're hungry again. And then, oh, you go to the, let's say you go to the beach and you're in the ocean and this and that. And you get done with that and you get everybody back. And they're cranky, they're tired, but you still got to shower them up and get the sand and salt off of them. And then they're, and then you're like, okay, I'm finally cleaned up. And then you got to go out and fight the crowds and try to find something to eat or whatever else. And then you just get back at the end of the day and everybody's finally asleep. But you're like looking, looking out over the ocean going, now I could just float out there and disappear. I'll have to come back. <laughs> you're like, you started looking back like, what part about today was fun? <laughs> then you start thinking about that SpongeBob song. F is for friends who do stuff together. But it's the plankton version. <laughs> F is for fire that burns down the whole town. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know what? That's kind of been my past couple experiences with vacation especially if i'm going somewhere like far away i'm like it's gonna be the whole time you're thinking about it this is gonna be a great time we're gonna have so much fun we can go see this we can go do that and this is particular especially if your vacation is going back home wherever home is you get there like yeah i'm gonna go do this gonna see all these cool spots and then as soon as you arrive like your parents or your family like just kind of sticks a broom in your hand like oh good you're here help us do this like wait a minute i'm on vacation yeah they're like yeah but we're not and i need help so get to work <laughs> like that's news to me ah, ah, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then yes. here you are you know like hauling all the stuff around and like break, pretty much breaking your back to help them do things I'm like well this is well this is great that Fantastic. is true go home mow grass run a weeder drag brush do all the stuff that do all the heavy lifting that they can't do. Your parents can't do no more. Right. Uh, bale hay. Get poison ivy. You know, all the usual. Right. They have like this list of stuff that they just held off because they know you're coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know my dad's that way. Sometimes like, well, he's the type that if you go on, if he goes on vacation, he has to have a project while he's there. He can't just go on vacation. You have to like, you have to find some work for him to do. So like when he came out here back in the beginning of the summer, I had it uh, to the point where I said, okay, we'll, we'll close off the other side of my garage. Right. We came up with a project and it was nice. I'm glad he helped and got it. We got it done and it looks really nice, but he's that type that there has to be some project involved. It can't just be going and chilling in a cabin somewhere or whatever else, you know? I know exactly what you mean. Cause I had a family member, a grandfather, matter of fact, who is exactly like that. Just, just sit back, relax, have a good time. You're on vacation. And then here he is at like four or five o'clock in the morning, just like cleaning the house for no reason. I'm like, what is that noise? And then, Yeah, vacation rental. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't have to do that. And you're like, 
I, I got it. Like, no, no, it's fine. I just need something to do. Like, okay, <laughs> this is how you relax. Okay. I remember. <laughs> so funny. I remember my. That's a, that's how you know the sign of a true workaholic. Um, because even when they're on vacation, they're they're still doing projects, right? So, and they're like, oh, but it's fun projects. It's little. It doesn't take up the whole day. It's just little small tasks that you can get done. And it feels good to accomplish something. I'm like, I guess, but you know being able to take vacations accomplishing something but anyhow we'd be at this uh my my dad and then uh my aunt and uncle and their family and my family we'd all rent a beach house together and but then we go to the beach house the same thing five o'clock in the morning you hear drills going and hammers and this and that and you're like what the heck's going on then your dad comes wake you up hey come here and i need help carrying this these boards and you're like what what's going on they went to like the local hardware store and bought some stuff and like well, we noticed some things wrong with the house, so we just decided to fix them. So they're not an inconvenience for us while we're here. And I'm like, it's it's a rental property. Like, who cares, you know? <laughs> right. Like, no, no, we're going to fix this stuff. I was like, oh, okay. So on vacation, you're, you're back to working. Right. And those are the kind that kind of makes it feel like you're just, you're not, you're, you, you have like a second life, which is another work life. Because getting the time off, like you mentioned earlier is an accomplishment in itself because there are times some jobs won't even let you go on vacation, even though you have the, the hours to take them. Like, uh, I know this was true when I was in the service and in this one company, like I really had to justify why I had to go on vacation. And for, for some civilian jobs, it, it was, it was real mind blowing. Like, why do I have to tell you or justify why I need to go on vacation? Like, because I want to. <laughs> because I've earned that time. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's really strange. Um, it is really strange. Certain places, like, cool. Where are you going? You're like, if you're cool with your bosses, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm going here. Going to do this. Going to do that. But there's some places you work, and you're like, uh, homie, I don't want to talk to you at work about work. Definitely not telling you what I'm doing in my personal life. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Uh, I actually had a boss once where, um, he, hey, where, where are you going? Who are you going with? What's your, what's your address going to be when you're on vacation? I'm like, excuse me? And But yeah, they say it's always actually, because in case something happens, we can find you. Right. And I, that made sense. But this guy will actually check up on me. I'm like, uh, what are you doing here? See, that was work me talking to you, but now this is personal me and we, I've never met you. So <laughs> new phone, who it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> or like you tell them where you're staying and they pull it up on Google maps and you're like, Oh, is this where you're staying? You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Why, why are you going this in depth with it? They're Sherlock Holmes. There's no reason. Yeah, exactly. Or like I, you go on. Well, like for instance, the, the vacation, uh, kool-aid and i just went on we had our three kids and then we had my two nieces and nephew so there was eight of us traveling together but we were rented this um quinta a little ranch down there had a little swimming pool and stuff but um with so many kids running around and then you know her family down there and their kids and everything else but you know get up every morning cooking breakfast for a ton of people and then all right you go and have some fun but then you're cooking more again and you're doing all this and then at the end of the night, every night, you know, you have a big party, which is fun. But then there's always, there's a lot of flies and red ants where we were at. Dude. So like we always cleaned up at the end of the night because kids always spilled food. We had, thankfully we had like an outside um, kitchen area uh -huh. so you could cook outside and keep the mess outside. But 
it was like a nice big tile floor. We always like scrubbed it down at the end of every night just to keep, you know, ants from coming everywhere and, and a buildup of flies. Ew. But, but you start looking back and you're like, man, that was did chores every day. Like normal, normal chores. <laughs> it's like who went on vacation, man, <laughs> me <Yeah>. or them, <laughs> the kids, I guess. <laughs> right. like, but you guys are on vacation all the time for the most time. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The age, especially at the ages they're at their whole life's a vacation. <laughs> right. Like, I will. I want, I want your life again. Like, just let me have your life where I literally have to worry about nothing. Yeah. They said the other day, like, I can't wait to grow up. I'm like, never say that. <laughs> never say that. Stay, stay. It's like the Adam Sandler thing. Stay yeah. young forever. <laughs> stay here where he's like jiggling his face and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, where it's safe. <laughs> That's literally me to my kids. Like, stay here. You don't understand. Don't grow Bills up. Bills will the drain you. Place. <laughs> Bills will drain you. But that's but that's um that's how it is though you you do some of those trips like that and then you know but at the time you're having fun because you're with family you're with friends but you come back and you start looking back at all the things you did and you're like wait a minute that was a decent amount of work right this reminds yeah. me of my this reminds me of a trip when I went to Seattle uh to visit Bubbles and Shoreline matter of fact and when we we're actually with them it was fun but. Like the whole events leading up to it, like the drive to get to somewhere or to find parking anywhere or to kind of get ourselves situated was such a hassle because areas in some areas in Washington are super busy. And I don't know what it is about big cities, but everyone there is in such a huge rush to go anywhere. Like, calm down, man. (laughs) And so I'm like, I'm like people dodging, traffic dodging, doing all kinds of stuff, like trying to be extra aware of what's going on because reasons. And like you almost don't even have time to relax. That's how some of these um well, in nine she was pregnant at the time or just given birth? I can't remember. No, she was pregnant at the time, so that uh, added to it so, too. So Yeah, so that added to it and she, she's she's not feeling good and mm-hmm. you know, just oh yeah. Everything everything that, that was, can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, not even mention that. Or you oh. have like family arguments and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, like or like, especially like with pregnant uh, individuals, you know, they can only handle so much. They can only stay on their feet so much. So we got to like find areas with decent places to sit down and whatnot. And some of those aren't like the nicest. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're in the inner city. Hell yeah. Mm, yeah. But, you know, all in all, it was a great time. I had a blast, especially where some of the areas we went at. Like uh, there was this one uh, reservation area or Native American reservation we were at. And it was beautiful. Like, not a building in sight. It was just solid trees, water, streams everywhere. Like, it's freaking nice. I want to just live here. And then we made the trek back to the inner city and like, wow, what a stark difference. <laughs> like, I kind of don't like the city anymore. Right? And like, I, I started thinking to myself, man, maybe I should just build a cabin in the woods. Screw it. <laughs> just live off grid. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but then... At the end of the vacation, you come back, like I said, you got to unpack your bags. And if you're trying little kids, you got dirty clothes and everything else. So like for me on this trip, I was, I was fortunate. I took uh, one extra day after we got back and I, I spent the whole day, you know, getting caught up on chores around the house and things that had, you know, been put off for a week or so. And, uh, laundry did like seven loads of laundry and stuff, which is nice. Cause it made the rest of the week 
easier, right? You do all these things to make the rest of your week easier, but it's that one day after you're like, man, what was the point? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Madness. Yeah. And that's it. And that's how I felt too. When, whenever I come back from a major vacation, I mean, we do the best we can to like clean everything up. So when we do come back, there's not a whole lot to do, but you really realize like how much or how little you did when you come back. <laughs> like, well, we got to put this away. We got to do this again. Well, make sure we, the house has been stagnant for however long. So now there's like, now there's like a, like a certain stuffiness or whatnot to it. And like, bless. Okay. Which, and then that whole day you're doing all that stuff. You're also thinking about going back to work the following day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get prepared and back into the saddle for that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get mentally caught up. Uh, I'm fortunate at this time. I don't have a, you know, company phone or anything, so I don't have to check emails like you and I were doing in our last position. Oh my God. Yeah. Where you, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is start checking work emails just to make sure to see what, to see what fresh hell awaits you <laughs> when you go in in the afternoon. Yep. But yeah, I'm fortunate enough to do that, but that's that's coming back here soon. Mm. Yeah, oh, man, I remember. I I think it was that vacation from Seattle. I I checked my my company phone. I had over three thousand unread emails. Three thousand. I did. <laughs> oh I God. I thought it was. I thought I was seeing things like, did I mess something up here? Right. I, and granted, a lot of the emails was just reply all, reply all, reply all from other people is like they think the email is like a an instant messenger or something like that yeah it's but, skype messenger or whatever yeah but just seeing that three thousand, like what the heck did i miss i was only gone for like a week and you just realized you just missed a bunch of bs <laughs> right like we really dodged <laughs> bullet on that one <laughs> shoo <laughs> dude that is the best that, that is one of the best feelings about coming back to work after a vacation is when you come in and you start going through the emails like god bless last week looked like it was a dumpster fire and i missed all of it yes thank, <laughs> thank you powers they be <laughs> that is that is one of the best feelings though as you come back you're like oh my god and you start asking questions and everybody goes oh dude be thankful you weren't here and i'm like oh i'm very thankful i just want to know um, the atrocities you guys had to deal with <laughs> that i I'm, didn't I'm, I'm highly thankful now i'm just kind of rubbing it in your face <laughs> <laughs> mean, meanwhile you were while you were doing this i was actually i wouldn't do that that's kind of a dick move but <laughs> yeah i wouldn't do it, that either it's um it's nice to hear like like a lot of the craziness happened and you weren't around being caught in it now um speaking a little bit about going back into work you ever get those days where you're coming back from vacation and you gotta reteach yourself how to do work <laughs> Oh, yeah, like doing certain reports or a certain, I don't know, it could be even certain maintenance tasks where like you spent like the first, then that three months leading up to that vacation, like trying to perfect it. And you finally get that task and it's repetitive and this and that. And then two days later, you go on vacation for a week or a week and a half and you come back and you're like, I, I don't know how to hold the tools anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like, or like, say like, you know, the, po- the processes have, have like been going through changes every so often. And then you... You go off, you have a great time uh, on your on your time off, and then you come back, and then you're trying to relearn the steps as to what you most recently uh, recall about a process, and then you sh- and then like okay, it was this, now it's that. Um, we're gonna do this step, okay? Now this this is irrelevant. Now we're gonna do this one, 
and then you show up to work and all of it's different. Like, well, what the hell? <laughs> well, so that's so yeah. So to add to that, that that would happen to me a lot after deployments. You go away for six to nine months, and you come back and and you're like, okay, you get your tasking for the day, and you go out and start doing it, and you and then this you know management supervisor whoever your lead starts yelling at you. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I'm just doing this, the same thing you assigned to me this morning. Yeah, but you're doing it the wrong way. What do you mean I'm doing it the wrong way? I was like, this is, this is exactly how we, how we did it. You know, it might not be a, a, a maintenance manual reference task. It could just be, I don't know, any just hanger cleanup or, or organization or uh, cleaning, cleaning the surface or something like that. I, you know, whatever the case is. No, no, we don't do it that way anymore. Well, when did that change? Uh, that changed last November. Okay, well, I left in September, and it's March of the next year. So it would been cool if somebody would have given me a heads up, you know? Right. Or, um, like, say you get to work, you clock in, you start doing your, your daily routine, and then someone comes in like, oh, hey, we're all meeting outside to do this. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, we do this every, so, every Monday now. Like, when the hell did this happen? Oh, yeah, uh, m- meetings. Meetings is a big one. Hey, yeah, why weren't like, you at the meeting this morning? What meeting? We we meet every day at seven thirty. The hell we do. We meet at six a.m. for the beginning of shift, and then we go about our day. And the next meeting's not till ten thirty or something. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We started this new meeting. It's been going on for months and months and months. Well, I've been gone months and months and months. Oh, well, your your boss should let you know. Well, he probably should have, but they didn't. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Jeebus. <laughs> Amen to that, right? So, like, going back into work is always going to be, like, the hardest reality check out of everything. And I feel like that's when, like, I really need some time off after my time off to kind of just, like, mentally prep myself for the fresh hell that awaits, right? Sometimes a day is not enough. Like, okay, I did this day to get, get just get my house situated because I know I'm going back to work. And then you got to take like an extra day to two days just to kind of psych yourself out to want to go back, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and your vacation could have been forever. Like sometimes it's a week, sometimes two weeks. Heck, some, uh, I've taken like a whole month off once. And when I was coming back from that last day of the month of that month off, I'm like, what do I do again? <laughs> I start having like a li- even come back after like baby leave or something like that, right? Yes. We are out maybe a, two months or more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I, but I wish when they would come back after that kind of a time frame that, you know, leadership or somebody would say, hey, I know you've been out. Here's a couple of things that's changed since you've been gone. You know, mm-hmm. read up on it or, or just say, hey, you've been out. Uh, sit down, catch up on emails and training, any overdue training or coming due training for the first day or something like that just to let you ease back into it instead of coming in like hey cool you're here well we smoked the engine yesterday so we need you to get on that real quick and that engine change and then uh also when you're done with that you know yeah go take Uh, care of these other things okay and that that, you just explained like two-thirds of my life for right there (laughs) 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 like i come in like the second i step foot into the working right oh good you're here they just like dump their load on me like what is this? Oh, this is like, a yay, relief. Like, this is everything that I need you to help me out. Like, uh, what is this? I don't project you, X. What the heck is this? I don't know what the hell this is. 
and even your own coworkers though do that kind of stuff like oh thank god you're back here you go and you're like what is all this just figure it out you'll figure it out yeah and then all the other like management or uh leads workers whatever they 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 can smell that you're there and they all just start coming in like okay hey what's up with this what's up with that like hold the hell up like i was not here for however long and i need you all to slow it down and explain to me what the heck's been going on because apparently like i'm like omnipresent at all times and i somehow know everything so need to get that out of your mindset and then explain to me slowly what we're doing you know or the per if you're in a leadership role you come back and things are in disarray and people are arguing what the hell happened last week you know go mm-hmm. talk to so-and-so they're being an idiot I'm like whoa, whoa whoa what what started all this everybody is all kumbaya before i left and now everybody's everybody's uh fighting for the throne the uh, game of thrones status everybody's murdering each other right <laughs> Like the 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 one like peacekeeper least for the day, and they they take that as an act of violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today I choose you really violence. You really held it together. Tonight the castle falls. <laughs> I woke up today and chose violence. That's what they chose said today. <laughs> I tell that to one of my one of my guys almost every day. Like a, he's a really funny, witty guy, and I'll I'll ask him a question. He'll give me a real smart ass answer. I'm like, oh. So that's how today is, huh? Just woke up and chose hate. Okay. All right. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> you know, I say I say that a lot now because it's so it's so trendy and it's so catchy, but I also like feel that so deeply. <laughs> today I chose violence. Um Yeah. I woke up today and I chose anger. <laughs> I forget who I saw this from. I think it was from the the D or the sisters over at the the DTM podcast where they posted a meme that says, uh, your mental health matters, choose violence. You deserve it or something. Like you just see yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. I will be violent today. <laughs> so since we're a podcast about aviation maintenance and, and other things, aviation maintenance related, what's that beach where like the end of the runway is right at the end of it. People get blown away, but like seven forty seven is trying to take off and stuff. Where the hell is that at? Oh, damn. Is that in the Philippines? Any one of our Philippine listeners want to chime in on that one? Yeah. Please do. Like, oh, my God, these planes have been kicking my ass for months. I needed this vacation. You go out there on the beach with your little beach towel and umbrella and basket and, you know, cooler full of cold drinks and stuff and snacks. You lay down on the beach like, man, this is a life looking dosh. And all of a sudden, a fucking 747 just blasts you into the sea. <laughs> That's a terrible time, man. I mean, if that is in the Philippines, <laughs> Philippine listeners, please educate us. What is what is going on over there? Can, you, this- can you imagine like, God, I'm so sick of these planes. I just need a break. And then, you know, revenge of the planes is boom. <laughs> There's this one country, I forget where, but the airport is right in the middle of a major freeway. So like traffic has to yield when the airplanes come and go. And then what? Say, yeah. Really? Yeah. I forget the country. I swear I'm going to, I'm going to Google it now, but it's like a, no kidding, a major highway and they all stop and yield for, for planes crossing basically to take off and land. And then, Oh my God. I'd be the one dumb tourist again over there, man. Thank God. I'm out of work. Not in the hangar. Just free this week. Like, man, this is a really big patch of concrete here. It looks like a run. And then 
And then a freaking <laughs> oh Airbus God. creams you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That, that reminds me, uh, in Hawaii, where I was at, the, there's a road that goes to one of the major uh, beaches that everyone goes to. And the, the road that, that, where the, that leads to the beach, it, it crossroads with the runway um, for this uh, air station that we're, we're, um, that we're at. I mean, j- most, most times on the weekend, the, the airfield shut down, so people just come and go as they please on that road. But on the week on the weekday, people still want to go to the beach and whatnot, and they would have to yield for the aircraft that are coming and going from the fl- from the from the takeoff ramp. And when I first got there, all I knew was that hey, take this road to go to the beach. And then I see these gates that uh that that come up and come down, kind of like a railroad gate. I'm like, mm-hmm. what what the hell is this? I thought I was lost. I'm like. Where am I going? And then I see an aircraft land. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing out here playing? You're in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, plane, what are you like doing? A, and then like, here's like the like security the guard. Lost, like, not you. <laughs> <laughs> plane, where are you going? And then someone waves at me like, yo, look at the sign. <laughs> oh, Go home, no plane, shit. you're drunk. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I mean, nowhere, nowhere near as bad as the, the 7047 beach, you know, like. You're just having the time of your life, and then no jet wash just blows you out to sea. <laughs> Dude, that would that would upset me so much. Just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going. Like, work is better than this shit. <laughs> so I I was watching um, a YouTube channel the other day, and it was this guy called Paolo from Tokyo. Yeah, you ever heard of him? Yeah, but yeah, he explains like all Japanese lifestyle, culture, foods. Uh, living accommodations, transportation, just all things Japanese. Right. Um, and primarily Tokyo. But um, he he was talking about taking, uh, one episode was on like working in Tokyo and taking vacations. And it's very, like people do get vacation time, mm-hmm. but it's very uncommon for someone to take vacation. It's almost frowned upon. And the culture dictates that if you are going to take vacation, you have to go around to, like say you work in a team and you have to get the approval from every member on your team for you to take time off because they have to cover your parts of your, the project while you're gone. Dang. And so you have to, again, get all your team's approval and then have like a, it's like a, you, you, then you go to your boss and have a paper with everybody's signature and say, okay, everybody agreed. Now you have to get the boss to agree. If the boss agrees and you go on vacation, but you also have to bring a gift back. Oh, if yeah, you don't that, bring a gift back, it's like a double slap in the face. The first slap in the face was you going on vacation and leaving your coworkers, and the second slap is not return, not bringing a gift back for them as a thank you for them covering for you when you're gone. Yeah. Now I know not all cultures do that. Definitely not here in the states. Um, and I wonder if there's other cultures that do that as well. Now, he also said that a lot of people don't take time off because I think in Japan, he said there was like like a dozen or more, I think he said 19, 19 national holidays a year. Mm-hmm. So they get um, a lot of time off more than we have here in the States. So maybe that's the other side of it, right? They don't take as much personal vacation time because they get a lot of long weekends here and there scattered throughout the year. I think he said there's like one or two a month and sometimes three or four a month almost. Right. So like 
imagine those months where you have three like every weekend's a long weekend type thing so maybe that's why but i wonder if some of our listeners would chime in and tell us like hey what's what's that vacation culture like in your countries please do i'd I'd like i'd be curious to know yeah i'd definitely like to hear about that like what's vacation time for you guys like or if you even take them right are you yeah are you and are you even a lot of vacation time right there's some companies out there that don't even uh provide paid vacation for for other people and that's another thing too right does your country provide paid vacation or -hmm. not if you if you take time off is it just unpaid yeah you can take the time off but i'm not paying you for that time whereas a lot of places here in the states um yeah you can take paid time off you know Mm -hmm. so i i wonder i'd be curious to know if yeah again if our listeners want to hit us up on the social medias and let us know what uh what it's like where they're at most dev i definitely want to hear stuff about that especially from other cultures like maybe maybe we're the ones doing it wrong maybe we can learn something Well, I remember years and years ago, I was traveling when I, as soon as I graduated high school, I traveled to London and then Paris. And while I was in Paris, Paris was like, there was obviously this massive city. So there was a lot of people, but a lot less than I was expecting. And we were talking to some locals and say, well, yeah, you're here right in the middle of, you know, peak vacation season. Uh-huh. And I guess a lot of people in France and probably maybe other parts of Europe, they get like eight weeks of vacation year. So whether from the from the lowest paying job, you know, um, uh, minimum wage job to the highest executives, like everybody gets like eight weeks a year, and so everybody was down down on the coast or whatever else because it was summertime. So I, you know, we definitely don't get that here in the states. Like you, here, you have to work so many hours, and for every hour, so many hours you work, you get this many hours of vacation. So you have to build it up just to be able to take time off yeah you know but they're no matter what every year it's like eight six to eight weeks or something like that so i don't know if, i think i think we are doing it wrong to a certain degree mm-hmm. but uh here in the states but um yeah yeah i'd be curious to know what other countries are like most def, please tell us i'd love i would we would definitely love to hear about it and maybe experience some of that vacation time with you <laughs> yeah send us some pictures too from from you guys' vacations you've taken. No kidding. Please. You can put them up on our social medias and comment on them and maybe yeah. even do a do an episode where we comment on the vacation pictures. Mm, that's a good one. But definitely. Uh, final thoughts, MVP? Um, vacations, definitely necessary. But uh, if, you, if you don't do it right, they can oftentimes be more of a headache than they're worth. But um, just plan it right and... and go places and see things most of and like i said the vacation time is meant to recoup recharge that's why it's incorporated almost everywhere you go uh as part of your vacation planning besides having the fun also include some time for you to reintegrate or put yourself back into the mix before your actual work day because um there are that you will kind of fall into like this small window where you get like post-vacation depression where like you had such a great time, you had a blast, and then now you're back into reality, and now you just feel lower than what you were when you before you left. So yeah, that's a good point. Give yourself time to reacclimate into normal society. Well, de- <laughs> definitely do that. On that note, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great day. We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear. 
and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Frushauer, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformaintenance.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media such as on Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance, Instagram at Kanks, that's C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast, or on Twitter at CXMX Podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase. Support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.